This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Take command. We are talking job openings, putting some numbers to it. Uh, that's Logan Paulson. I am Craig Hoffman. All right, we, we spent a good amount of time on ownership, Logan, because it's probably the most important factor. Now let's get to the players on the field. We have separated quarterback and roster. That kind of weighs quarterback heavier, but we're going to talk about each of them together. All right, Washington uh, is first. Quarterback. Um, oh, good news good. is they have resources to get one. The bad news is they don't really have one. Well, I was going to say this to me, it depends on how you want to look at it. I'd say this is a four. And I, the reason I'd say that is because with a second overall pick, you're probably selecting a quarterback. And in some ways, it's very appetizing to me as a head coaching candidate to be able to select my guy, right? To select the person that I want moving forward. And again, that person's not on the roster, but you are going to have the chance to get a very, very talented player at the position, which if you look at some of these other jobs, I think Tennessee is a perfect example, like you know, Tennessee or uh, like Atlanta. Las Vegas, maybe better examples like where they don't have anybody on the roster. They don't have an opportunity to get a quarterback. And I think that second overall pick, it just it can't be overvalued in this equation because of what it gives the incumbent, the incumbent, uh, the staff, I think. And so it depends how you want to weigh that. Is it do you weigh that in draft capital? Do you weigh that in whatever? But that's what I'm that's, toying with. But I think you've yeah. convinced me that that is correct. Like, it's a big deal. Like, if I'm making the decision, it's like, wow, I get to draft a guy second overall quarterback, most likely that yeah. I can build around moving forward. That is my guy that I have for five years at a good contract while we build the roster out. This seems like a pretty good situation, even if it's not the first quarterback taken uh, off yeah. the board. I'm tempted to bump it down to three in part because you have that draft capital thing coming. And sure. it also means yeah. like, you but I'm just, saying, but I'm saying you, if, if I'm and even this, then like you're dealing with a rookie. Right. Yeah, but if I'm making a decision though, as a, as a head coach, like yeah. Carolina, the situation's a little bit funny to me because I'm yeah. I'm married to Bryce Young. Here, I get to pick my guy, and I think that flexibility is important for the coach. Okay. Now, if you're if you're rating the roster as it exists for quarterbacks, it's like right. a zero. You know, it's it's right. like, it's like a two or a three. You know, it's yeah, not very I would, high. I would say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam Howell's a, a whatever he is is a floor. Like you do have a good backup quarterback situation right. in Sam. Um, you know, so there's, there is that, but, but I'm um, saying, but like, I know I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I what I'd that. say. Um, all right, then let's see roster. Uh, I think Washington's roster outside of, uh, the fact that there's a lot of opportunity is hard to hard to put some, uh, yeah. <laughs> heavy, heavy points on. 
I mean, I kind of think we need to go all the way through this because you got the roster, and I think there's only like 27 returning starters or returning players to the 53-man roster. Obviously, there's practice squad guys, but you got like Terry, Jahan, you got um, you know Duran and and John. But outside of that, it's pretty flexible, and so I think that cap space number, which we'll talk about here in a second you know, is a little bit inflated. But again, that flexibility as a coach is something that I that I find enticing. Because instead of me having to kind of mold the players to fit my scheme, I can now go out and make decisions that make me feel very comfortable in terms of the roster. So again, it's as it currently exists, it's probably a, a three, a two and a half, something like that. But I do think that flexibility for as a, as a potential head coaching candidate is is appetizing. And I'm not just saying that because we cover the team. I'm just saying that's one of the reasons people come is because they can really put their stamp on an organization in a way and they can do it immediately, which is pretty fantastic. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I, I think we can go, th- let's go three. Yeah. Um, because I do think that there are like, there's some pieces that like, and even like the expensive pieces, you could move. Like, if you really wanted to move off Terry, you could. If you want to move off John, that one's really yeah. easy. Um, Duran is really the only unmovable piece, and he fits in anything. Yeah, and then like, you know, you got Charles Leno and Logan Thomas still under contract. If you like him, you can keep him. You can obviously restructure, but obviously they don't have a lot of dead money on their deal. So there is... Yeah, you can just cut him if you want to. There's a, there's lot, a lot of flexibility. A lot of flexibility. And again, I'd probably give this a higher rating, but you know, for the purposes of this drill, just as the roster exists. Yeah. The, the problem is though, like you do need someone to play eventually. And you know, but they I'm don't have a lot of those guys. That's where all that cap space becomes an advantage, sure. I think, you know, and you can make some kind of, you know, free agent edge rusher, free agent cornerback, right. whatever but that I, is. I, right? I think with, you know, we, we got to save some of those points for, you know, no, those columns. Uh, no, but and, I'm just saying like, that's yeah. kind of hypothetically I, I like where I'm at. Yep. Yeah, no, totally. All right, um, and also like I think Seattle's a good one to like look at here in terms of like the roster. We got right. we got to leave some room above above where Washington is because the roster in Seattle's loaded. Because like this is the other thing with Washington: how many young players do they have that you're actually excited about? Not that right. many. There's a couple. Um, Quan Martin yeah, for sure. The way he finished the year. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's some guys, Brian Robinson, that that you like that are young and under contract and, and affordable contracts that you're definitely keeping. But you compare that to like Seattle. And it's no contest on the roster side of it. Quarterback's interesting because they have a solid one in Geno yeah. for another year if you want him. Uh, I do think they can move off of him pretty easily uh, as well. Drew Locke is a free agent. Um, yeah. But they're, I mean, they don't I, really I, have a great way to uh, acquire a quarterback like Washington does. And I think that's that's good and bad. I think Gino's a very good starter, and I think you know he's had a good number for the team. It's a favorable contract. It allows you to keep guys like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and you just drafted Jackson Smith and Jigma. You got Charles Cross on the roster, kind of your left tackle of the future. You got Lucas Abraham, Abraham Lucas, excuse me, who's a, a piece for the future. And then you got that fantastic secondary. So I do think this roster, if you're looking for a roster that's like ready to win approximately now, you know, you make a couple of good draft picks. You're doing okay. And so I do think even though the quarterback's going to be lower, I think the roster is probably... I, I think this roster, like non-quarterback, if we're taking quarterback out of it, this roster is maybe even a five. Yeah, I'm going to say four because I think there might be better rosters available. But I do think that um, it's definitely close. It's like four and yeah. a half maybe. It's, it's yeah, a good roster. I don't know roster. there's a better roster. Well, maybe Atlanta might be a better one that's on this say. list. But in the NFL, if we're going NFL-wide, yeah, there, there are better. So four is probably right. Yeah, so I think that's probably right. And I think uh, it's, again, Gino is probably a three. But again, there's value with that that. three 
because I think he can win you football games. He's at a good contract number. Now, if the contract was bad, you know, like it's the Denver Broncos, for example, I think you probably right. give that a two. So for sure. All right. Tennessee. Um, Quarterback, yeah. interesting for them. What do you make of Will Levis? How do you rate him? A young guy that you're not 100% married to because you wound up taking him a lot later than a lot of people thought he was going to get taken. Showed some promise last year. I like, I, I personally loved what I saw from Will Levis this year. I think he's physical. He's competitive. He throws the ball like an absolute maniac, which is awesome. Again, I worry a little bit about kind of that year two sophomore slump. I worry about how he plays the game to a certain extent because he's always exposing himself to injury. And I'd probably feel better about him if they had more stuff on the offensive line, right? You know, you like you look at this roster and you're like, man, it's 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 pretty messed up. You know, you got DeAndre Hopkins, I think, for another year. Traylon Burks, the former first-round pick, hasn't really played to that expectations. You made a big signing at left tackle with Andre Dillard. That didn't work out for you. And then you got Peter Skaronsky, who you dropped in the first round, but the offensive line is kind of, you know, I don't want to say a bunch of retreads, but first-round picks who haven't worked out, who haven't lived up to their expectations, and there's not a lot of weapons offensively for him to work with. So I think the quarterback you feel good about is a piece you can build around, but you got a lot of building to do, if that makes sense. And then yeah. defensively, it's kind of the same thing. Like, you don't look at it and be like, wow, there's a piece here that we're really pumped on. It's like a bunch of guys who are kind of, they're good NFL players, but there's no great. And I think that's, again, a reflection of, of kind of some of the turmoil they saw at the GM position. So Yeah, no, I agree. Carthon, uh, you know, he he's it feels like he's done a lot more cleaning than he has building. Uh, right. Been a lot of preparation to build. I think they're three at quarterback. They've also got the seventh pick in the draft, so they, they have the ability potentially in a quarterback oh, I, rich draft right. to do something. Yep. Um, or you, you kind of build around Levis. It's it's what Washington theoretically was in last year of like, hey, young quarterback you can build around. And, I, and, I, think, and I think he's more buildable than yeah, you know, that Sam was. For yeah, sure. right, exactly. Um, but and it's so, the same concept that we talked about a lot, all year. And then the roster, otherwise, like, it's not great. Two, maybe. Two? I mean, you're losing Derrick yeah. Henry. You're losing kind of the engine for that. The offensive line needs some pieces. Now, it's doable. It's doable in an offseason to kind of – add some meat to that sucker, but it's, and they've got and, a ton know. of cap space. Yeah. And uh, so you look at the things they need, they need receiver, they need offensive line. This is a heavy receiver offensive line draft. So they can make some, some, they can make some waves there. And then like you mentioned the cap space, but I, they do need some work there for sure. For sure. All right. Uh, New England quarterback one. one. Yeah. Uh, but, but then again, if we gave Washington a four, I do feel like we have high. to. They are we, they, yes. they have the yes. third overall pick in this draft, um, and the potential ability to go up and and make a move if they wanted to. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that's a so. Good insight, so yeah. maybe are they? A, I mean, in a, in so, a, in a, look in a two quarterback draft. If you think that it's Williams and May, and then everybody else, they're third. So yeah. I don't know that you can put them as high as Washington, but also there are some people that think that it's a three quarterback draft with Jaden Daniels. So maybe they are in good good space. Do we give I'd him a three? Give him a, give three, him a four? I'd give him a three and a half just because it's again, and the reason I would do that is because having that second overall pick, again, you're in the two quarter, but you're in the two horse race with that. New England's not. They can trade into that position. They're gonna have to give up some capital. They can also trade out of that spot if they want to. It just it's a valuable piece on the board for them. And in the right. same way that it is for Washington, it's just not quite as valuable. So um, it's pretty blank slate. Otherwise, they don't absolutely. have a, they don't even have a Sam Howell situation uh, as a backup. I mean, Bailey Zappi's not as good as as Howell, I don't think. Um, yeah. And Mac Jones is a first round failure on the roster, which is yeah, not good. Probably, probably uh, at, yeah. As for the rest of the roster, like offensively, there's basically nothing. 
defensively, outside of yeah. Ramondre Stevenson. Um, defensively, though, they've got some guys, or did they just have a Belichick system that got more out of some not very good players? Yeah, I think that's the that's the million dollar question because I think when you look at this defense, you're like, man, I think it, I think it ended up being a top ten defense this year, if I'm not mistaken, or close to that. So very yeah. very productive, good football good football players, like guys that are just fun to watch. They're physical, they're tough, they're smart, and again, how much of that elevation is from is from Bill Belichick, who knows? Probably a lot, I would assume. And that's why I think a hire like Mike Variable is so appetizing to them because you keep yeah. that defensive continuity with a guy who's got a little bit, who can kind of build offensively a little bit better than other people. But I think you look, to me, the story is offensively, right? Both their offensive tackles are leaving in free agency. They don't have a number one receiver. Their running back's good, but they're starting two rookies on the offensive line. And that's it at guard spot. So it's kind of, there's not a lot there. There's, there's basically no meat on the bone. Kendrick Bourne is leaving in free agency. Very, very tough. So I think defensively, you've got a nice nucleus of players, guys that can make plays, guys that are physical, but you need a coordinator to come in and kind of sustain that. And then I think offensively, there's just, there's so much work to do. Like, I don't want to say it's a one because I think the defense keeps them up, but it's, yeah, it's I think you, it's two. You need some heavy lifting there in terms of pieces to kind of get going there. So, yep. Uh, also, at this point, if you're watching on YouTube, I've realized uh, our formula is over here. Uh, I didn't, I didn't do a good job on on the totals, so we'll fix the totals uh, after we finish all this, and then we'll be live updating uh, after in in our final segment. Uh, Los Angeles, the Chargers, quarterback. Five. Five. You have Justin Herbert. He's I under mean, contract. Maybe four and a half. I don't know. If you're looking at his contract, maybe, but it's... But it's I, quarterback players. contracts are... They look right. horrible when you sign you, them, and they by in, in three years, he'll be the seventh or ninth or twelfth highest paid quarterback in the league. That's yeah. a five. And I'm just uh, saying that just because I hear fans going, oh my gosh, you're paying a lot of money. Just, we, we acknowledge that. He's a good football Good quarterbacks player. cost money. You want to know what? Yeah. They're also worth it. Yeah. Um, the rest of the roster, not so much. It's old, it's injured, and it's expensive. And it's all not going to be there. Like, we have the list of big-time free agents that are already on their way out in Los Angeles. Uh, Austin yeah. Johnson, their defensive lineman, who's a starter. Austin Eckler, obviously. Gerald Everett, tight end. Like, they, some of their I offensive know, I, linemen. I, I would probably push back a little bit on the roster. And the only reason I say that is because, like, they do have some interesting pieces. It is getting older. They do have a hard time staying like some healthy. Of the, some of the guys are, are going to – like, you name three players, they're going to have to cut two of them. Yeah, That's the no, problem I, with I that agree. roster. And I don't, we don't know which ones yet, but they're, it, the roster isn't as good as it looks today. Also, I think we should bump down if, – if, if Justin Herbert's a five, I think we should bump down that quarterback to a three-and-a-half probably just because I think uh, – for the commanders, just because I think that um, – um, just because I think that, you know, like there's still an element of risk. You're not going to get the right guy. But for the the roster for the Los Angeles Chargers, I do think that, um, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I think they've got a good nucleus of young offensive linemen that are playing pretty good. I think, you know, the back they have, the backup running back there is a fine player. Um, I think Quentin Johnson, their first-round pick, didn't really elevate and step up the way you thought. They really, you know, Mike Williams is a heck of a football player, but he's always hurt. Keenan yeah. Allen's an awesome football player, but he's, what is he, 34 now? Yeah, and the one of those guys, if not both of them, are going to be gone. Right, and so obviously a heavy wide receiver draft class, they can fix this, they can solve these problems. 
But um, I think it's like a three. I, I think the the young offensive line is huge, and then they have a couple of interest. I mean, they still have Jerwin James. Like, I think the defense there is so bad, bro. I think you really yeah. got to look at that and be like, because you look at the pieces leaving, and again, Joy Bosa is coming back off of IR. He's not been the same guy for a couple years now, but um, there's just a lot of holes there and guys underachieving, and that might have been because of the coaching, and that maybe it's a group that that kind of turns a corner, you know, and, and you feel better about, but. Um, yeah. You know, like they got uh, Tui Tulopu, who's a good second round pick who's playing well for him. But there's, again, kind of not a lot of young pieces. You're like, oh, this guy, we can build around him. Oh, we feel good about this guy. So um, maybe two and a half. I don't know. But because yeah, again, two like, and a half sounds right yeah. to me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerd. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Yeah. All right. Uh, Atlanta, quarterback. They got the... They're picking. They have the eighth pick yeah. in the draft, which, by the way, third year in a row they have the eighth pick. That's a wacky bit. Um, it's a super wacky bit. Obviously, there's going to be an excellent football player there in this draft. This is a pretty deep draft, but I don't know what they're going to do. Like, because I think it's you, like a two. 
Because if you look at the free agent market, you kind of say, well, who do they go out and get if they need to get somebody? Kirk Cousins, who's coming off an Achilles, like he's the guy this offseason. And outside of right. that, but Minnesota like wants to bring him back. And it's like Jacoby Brissett, maybe. And so yeah. that's kind of what you're dealing in for agency. So can they get a quarterback in this draft? Now, there are guys, there's Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., who are going to yeah, be later down the list. But, you know, how comfortable do you feel about that at eight? So I think the roster is exciting when you look at the roster. I think you feel really good about it. it. Might be the best roster on this list. I would say if we gave Seattle a four, are they also a four? Are they a four would, and a half? Are they a five? I would think so. I think they're they have it's a younger it's a younger group, so I feel better about it. But it's probably the best defensively. They're missing some pieces. They lack elite playmakers, but they did a good job last offseason bringing guys in. I think they they are the closest, in my opinion, to winning a lot of games. They're like they're yeah. very close. Um, I the one the, the, why I can't give them a five is my one concern is are they built to play one specific way? Which if you get the right coach, exactly could right. be a five. But exactly like right. they're it, you know if all of a sudden they get a pass happy coach and they're like yeah we're gonna throw the ball to Bijan and and uh, you know Drake London and Kyle Pitts and we're gonna play very differently. Do you have the pass protectors to hold up or is this line built to run outside zone? 30 times a game. Well, I think um, it's a perfect example. Like Caleb McGarry, their right tackle, was the wor- one of the worst-graded offensive linemen in football three years ago. And then Arthur Smith comes in, and now he's like always in the 90s because he's such a good run blocker. But right. can you continue, like, again, like if you regress back or you revert back to a more pass-happy group, like how, what happens to those guys? I think that's a great point. So For sure. All right. Uh, Vegas and Carolina. Quarterback for Las Vegas. This is, you know, again, like they're – their pick is not super high um, in terms of being able to get someone in this draft. Um, they're picking 13. Um, so, they, I mean, they probably could get a Penix or a Knicks uh, yeah. pretty easily there, but is that an overdraft? They're in kind of that weird in-between space. Um, Aiden O'Connell did, wasn't super inspiring. Uh, they won a game against the Chiefs in late December by not completing a pass after the, uh, after the right. first quarter. Um this is like a two quarterback situation. This is to me just as bad as Atlanta. Um, yeah, in terms of quarterback, I think you're probably right. I think you maybe feel a little bit better than Ritter, but it's marginally better. Um, I think yeah. the fact they're picking the 13 makes it tough for them. Also, again, Jaden Daniels might be there. The more you read about it, probably not. Um, right. Roster wise, I think they've got some good playmakers: Devonta Adams, Jacoby Myers, excellent football players. Hunter Renfro yeah. still on the roster. They are losing. Max Crosby three of- defensively is yeah. enormous. They're losing three of their starting five offensive linemen, so that's going to be pretty tough to overcome. Um, they're losing uh, Brandon Jacobs in free agency. They might try to resign him potentially. And I think defensively, um, when you watch the film, there's a lot of things to be excited about, like Divine Diablo, kind of that safety linebacker hybrid guy, did a great job yeah. for them. Max Crosby, like you mentioned, but you know, not perfect. But I do think the roster outside of the O-line is in a pretty good spot. But we know after being here in Washington how important that can be, so... Yeah. Three is probably appropriate. Yeah. yeah. All right. Then Carolina. Um, quarterback. Depends on what you think of Bryce Young. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably say he's better than um O'Connell. You know, you probably because he's a first round pick, you got to make it work. There's the expectation that's gonna happen. But again, like if you don't love him, like that job's gonna be not very appetizing either, I think is the problem. Is I, I think it's like a three. And uh, it's also hard because do you judge him based off what you thought of him, your evaluation coming out of Alabama, or do you how much do you factor in what happened last year considering how much of a mess everything was? But he still was a guy that most of the NFL thought was appropriate as the number one pick. And if he wasn't, he was your second quarterback behind Shroud, and you still like him a lot. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you probably feel fine about that. I think then the roster is funny because defensively they're pretty talented. They've got a lot of young pieces. That you're like, oh, this guy's here. Like secondary but, JC Horn. Yeah. Um, defensive but line, they're also going to lose potentially Derek Brown and Brian Burns. Uh, Derek Brown's still under contract? Or oh, no? Sorry, no. Brown's under contract. Burns is a yeah. free agent. My bad. Yeah, Burns is obviously tough, and I think they'll make a pretty good push to get him back. I think when you look at what, again, they're fast, they're physical up front. They're a fun defense to watch. They got Patrick uh, Patrick Chung? No. Um, gosh, what's his name? The uh, Yeah. But, I, yeah, very talented secondary. Uh, J.C. Horn is back, healthy, looking good. That, that's a good defensive group. In a, in a way that's better than New England, for example. Then offensively, mm. they've made some investments on the offensive line, which you feel good about. They just don't really have any skill position players outside of the running back. So I think this roster is actually relatively appealing, um, honestly. I, especially in a receiver-heavy draft, I think you feel pretty good about it. But you don't have a first-round pick. So, you know, you're going to be kind of in a, in a tough spot. So, yeah. I don't know. Probably, it, feel, it feels more exciting. If you got that exciting. much talent defensively, like, are they equivalent to Las Vegas? It feels more exciting than Washington to me, honestly. Like, when you look at the numbers and look at the players there, I think it's probably three and a half. But okay. um, it's, it's again, like, it's how you weigh the quarterback spot and stuff. So. Yeah. All right. So that is that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.